Hello. So today we're going to be talking about why impeach Trump twice here. And my name is Hakeem Brown, and this is Pop City Culture. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother... Welcome to the most listened to international podcast around the world. Hakeem and Reggie Brown are two young African-American boys speaking the truth. This is Pop City Culture. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? <laughs> That's right, I'm Reggie here. And we're going to be talking about why we going to impeach President Donald Trump twice. Well, you know, I, I know there's a lot of reasons why, but anyways... I'm going to be handing this baton over to my brother. And he's he, he's going to be getting into it because my brother, you know what? My brother, he always got something to say. He always got something to say. And you know, it don't matter what I say, he always going to try to outsay me. So here is my brother, Hakeem. And here, here you go, Hakeem. Well, thank you there, Reggie. So yes, today we're going to be talking about why... Um, why we're going to be impeaching President Donald Trump twice. So we all know about what happened, um, you know, um, the storming of the Capitol, uh, January 6, 2021. Yeah, we all know about that. That was something I thought, you know, like I said, I, I thought I would never see something like that in my lifetime, that kind of uh, anger and disruption. I didn't either. Um, people were just unsatisfied with what's going on in the country. No doubt. So they wanted to speak their voice. But on the other hand, they're saying that President Trump rallied up the people and he got them all excited and he was planning on overthrowing the government like a coup. Yo, man, we were all there. We know what he said. We know what happened, man. You can you can have your version. I'll be having the truth. Whatever, man. Just get out but, with it. But, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about that today. Reggie, what, what do you think? What do you think about, you know, impeaching President Trump twice? Yo, man, he's got to be held responsible for what he did. You know what he did, man? He riled up the crowd, man. He's been doing this for a long time, talking about some fake voting stuff, man. Well, Reggie, you stuff. know. What? Um, do you think that President Trump is responsible for the rioting that happened January 6th? Of course, man. What are you, stupid? Man, he was out there getting everybody all excited. Man, he man, he should have known there would have been a few crazies out there who probably take his words to okay, the Okay, so Reggie, this is the thing. I know Donald Trump. You know, D Donald Trump's like a, uh, a, a, a spokesman. This, this guy really does know how to talk. He knows how to how to rile up uh, a whole crowd. He, he, he really pumps that energy and fire into the crowd. Do you think, you know, because a lot of people in Congress, they're saying that what he did, it was like months in the making. So he was, he was uh, feeding the fuel for this final moment where his followers, or what they're saying, his cult followers, wanted to take over the government. Um, what do you think about that? Listen, man, this was some organized, orchestrated stuff, man. This stuff was like months in the making. They found, man, they found stuff ahead of time where stuff was planted the day before and stuff. And they had you know, and hogs, man. Reggie, let me let me interrupt you here because this is sort of bothering me too. Do you do you honestly believe that people who follow Trump are um, 
are like people in a cult or something like that? I mean, is that what you think? Of course, man. Listen, anybody who follows somebody blindly, like blindly like that, with blind faith, man, that's like some cult-like kind of, like a zombie apocalypse kind of thing. These people just don't be thinking and stuff. This just don't make no sense, man. You know, they're just following the leader. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, this is the thing. So, so a lot of people are saying that Trump is responsible. He should be held highly responsible. Agreed. For everything that happened. And, you know, they they want to see heads roll. They, they, they really want to see uh, President Trump out of office. You know, because they truly believe that because of him, you know, lives are lost and things should have never spiraled out of, out of control the way it did. No, it shouldn't have. So, you know, today we're going to be talking about all of this. And, you know, so they're going to impeach President Trump. Well, they, they want to impeach him twice. And here's the thing. So House... So, let me see. Let me get my papers I got here. some of your papers here. Here you go. Uh, the storming of the Capitol prompted a fresh drive for the Democrats to impeach President Trump, who egged on the insurrection for a second time. But there's less than, you know, two weeks le- left in his term. And they're saying, you know, with only two weeks left, should they, you know, sh- you know should they rush to this impeachment? Will he be getting due process like everybody else? Now, I think we all know he, he doesn't get, like, a trial like everybody else. Say what? This is, you know, this will be something done in, in Congress. So the way they're rushing this, I mean, there won't be any witnesses. There won't be any cross-examinations. I mean, if they're going to rush to this thing, you know, this is, you know, usually you get, usually there's a whole lot of time and stuff involved, but, but not just, you know, days and a couple of weeks. Anyways, House Speaker... Nancy Pelosi, it's obvious that she hates Donald Trump so much that she makes sure the House impeach just against him. And, uh, I mean, I think we all saw, well, what was it? Um, when the president um, addresses the nation, I, I remember Nancy Pelosi at the very end, she ripped up the documents. That, that was... Yo, man, that was gangster, man. I'm going to tell you, that was gangster. There was no reason... No reason for that. At her age, too, man. You know what I'm saying? That was sort of childish. I, I, I didn't really like that. That was a bad... Man, nobody bad, liked that. Uh, image I have in my head. And the United States, because Nancy Pelosi is supposed to be in a high position. But for her to do something like that, I didn't like that. What what about you, Reggie? What do you think about man, that? Man, I'm going to tell you. I call it like I see it. That was disgraceful. There was no reason for that. Izzo was intolerable. I'm surprised she wasn't, she wasn't impeached for something like that, given her status... And her responsibility, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, well, you know what? We, we, all, we, all have, uh, we all have our opinions, and I respect yours. Well, I respect yours half the time, too, man. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, so, you know... Um, what 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 you going to say now? So this is the thing, you know... Well, what, what's the thing? Spit it out. I ain't got all day. I, I, I understand Pelosi's anger after, you know, the president ginned up an insurrection on the Capitol. But, you know, while impeaching the outgoing president twice... Um, I think Nancy Pelosi is making the transition more difficult for the president-elect Joe Biden. Well, you ain't going to get no argument here. Um, who has promised to bring us together after he takes office. So with the Capitol swarming with military and police officers and an impeachment trial pending in the Senate, Biden's peace and love message 
I, I really think it's going to be a tough sell. Yeah, it, it might be a tough sell because, I mean, you know, this is something, you know, President-elect Biden's going to have to pick up. That, that ain't right, you know? So this is the thing. Let me be clear. Yeah, I think Biden um, has some challenges ahead. Um, I don't know if he'll do a better job than Trump. Well, I'm going to say he can't do no worse, you know what I mean? But I hope he'll be able to heal the painful wounds that divide us after, you know, Trump's little mob there stormed the Capitol. But, you know, in that Capitol chaos, it resulted in at least five deaths. And uh, and the building was trash. Man, that building so, was total. You know, I hope Biden and Kamala Harris can really change some things, work on this and pull our nation together now. You know, Congress can remove a president from from uh, high crimes and misdemeanors. So the Constitution allows Congress to remove presidents or other officers of an executive branch before their term. And although the lawmakers believe um, they committed, you know, if they committed treason, bribery, or any other high crimes and misdemeanors, you know, th- this is what happens. So impeachment is pretty much a two-part process. And deliberate deliberately i mean let's face it it's deliberately difficult because you know this is this is a big thing this isn't something you can just wave a magic wand and say okay you're in peace yo man i don't know what you're getting at man these people are taking this thing seriously you know no, no nobody appreciates what happened or how this president's acting man why you keep siding with this guy you know well, the first for, for, first of all reggie the house votes on whether to impeach and you know and that's the inqu- equivalent of indicting someone in a criminal case. You know, the charges are codified in articles of impeachment detailing the allegations of offenses against the nation. Now, if a simple majority of the House votes in favor of pressing charges, the Senate must promptly consider them at a trial. The House prosecutes the case, first of all, um, appointing an impeachment manager to argue before senators who act as jury. So, you know, he will get a jury of his peers, although they're going to be on both sides. Man, he's still being represented. Man, these are people of his peers. Man, they're all politicians, right? And the president is traditionally allowed to mount a defense. Now, the chief justice of the United States, he oversees the trial. So, you know, this is going to be be really something to see. It's, it's going to be on TV. Everybody's going to see it. Everybody's going to want to know. I know. I'm going to be tuned in. Exactly what, what happened, who's responsible, Um because, you know, this is the thing. You know, when that Capitol riot happened, they, they were, you know, the Capitol was undermanned as far as their protection, as far as, you know, the Capitol Police, you know, the National Guards probably should have been there. I heard that, that they had some warning ahead of time, but no, you know, nobody took it seriously or somebody dropped the bomb. Man, we all know somebody dropped the bomb, man. I mean, come on, man. I'm, you know... They said they had one ahead of time. You know, I think it was the president who dropped the bomb. In any you case, know? that being said, um, we have to understand in the Senate, the threshold for a conviction is much higher. You know, two-thirds of the senators seated at any given moment must agree to convict. Otherwise, the president is acquitted. Say what? Man, say it ain't so. If all 100 senators were seated at the time of trial, that means 17. Now, listen. 17 Republicans would have to join Democrats to obtain a conviction. Um, a high bar to clear, don't you think, Reggie? Man, of course it's a high bar, but I'm going to tell you, man, people should be voting 
on what happened. I mean, I hope this don't come down to political parties, man. They're only voting Republican, Republican, Democrat, Democrat, you know? Now, you know, there, there's a lot of things um, that could happen if Trump is convicted. Now, you know, he'll, you know there's a lot of things he, he won't be able to do. He can do, but, you know, I'm not sure if, if people quite understand um, the whole process and, 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 you know, and what this entails. So we're going to, I'm going to talk to this. So the fact check is this. Trump loses several perks only if there's an impeachment conviction. Um, now, this is a conviction by January 20th. So this is, uh, let me see, let me get the... I, I don't Yo, man, that's right. my paper. Here, this one's yours. Man, man, man get off that. Here. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, 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 hold on. I, I think this one's yours, and this one's mine. Okay, so Here. impeached presidents can still get Secret Service protection. Um, Say what? The provision in Four Presidents Act do not revoke the impeached presidents, right? I don't know about that. To Secret Service protection. So, but you know, I thought that if, if if you got impeached, you weren't able to be buried in Arlington National Cemetery. Um, let me see, because a 1962 law grants presidents Secret Service protection for a reasonable period after he leaves office. A 2012 amendment to the law extended the protection to foreign presidents and their spouses for a lifetime and their children while they are younger than 16. That's what this says. Uh, Secret Service protection is provided by another statute and would not be affected by impeachment or removal without further action by Congress. Okay, so that's that. So Arlington burial is subject to eligibility. Now, you know, that's something... Now, I'm, I'm going to say that, that that is something that I didn't know. Yo, man, that's something that I didn't um, really know either. You know what I'm saying? So... So what? What, what, what else you got? You know, this is, this, this is really a tough thing. and Let me interject here. Everything's going to be a tough thing, especially when you're going through something like this, like an impeachment of a sitting well, president. here's the thing. For those wondering if it's worth impeaching him at this time, it means you know, if, if he gets impeached, and you know, this is a total impeachment, not if they vote on the impeachment, but he loses his $200,000. A year. The dude's a billionaire. What's he care? And a pension for the rest of his life. Man, the guy's made of money. Does he really care about stuff like that? He ain't even working, working yeah, for a paycheck. So, so he also loses his $1 million a year travel allowance. Oh, man, that's got hurt. So I, I didn't know they had a million dollar travel allowance. I didn't know. I didn't know they had that either. In fact, the way Trump is flying around in his little Trumponian airplane... Man, yeah. you know, that money could have came but, in handy. But, you know, I, I just got done saying he doesn't lose his Secret Service thing, but according to this, it says he loses lifetime. Oh, it, well, it, it says he loses lifetime full Secret Service details. Maybe, maybe there's there's a small something in there or something. I'm, I'm not sure. We're, we're, we're going to have to do some more looking up on that and get back to everybody on a later date. Yeah, man, maybe it's a part-time detail, you know? So it also says, this is the big one now. It says he loses his ability to run in 2024. That's right. We don't want him running again. You know, he might win. You know what I'm saying? I I think that's a big one just because I believe, um, personally, I believe that, you know, everybody's afraid if he 
runs again, he'll win. This is a good example of what I'm saying. You don't listen to what I'm saying. I just said that just a second ago, man. You ain't even listening to me, man. Go on. So a lot of this stuff to me is is based almost like on fear. Everybody's so terrified that President Trump will run again, and they're terrified that he'll win. And I, I've spoken to a lot of people who feel the same way. I'm one of them, by the way, right here. You know, I'm standing right here. They feel that. If he gets away with something like this or he runs again, he, he will win. And a lot of people don't want to see him winning again or see him in the White House. And I, I think a lot of that's just fear-based. I mean, are we are we going to be a nation who lives in fear? Man, if this guy becomes president, obviously we're going to be a nation who lives in fear. What you think? Who our foundation, instead of truth and justice for all, is fear that somebody might do something. You know, come on. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys, you know. Reggie and me were black, and what, are people going to fear black people because of what they think they might do or might do? I, you know, you're going down a very slippery slope here. You know, when everything is based off of fear, and you're afraid what somebody might do out of fear. So, what what do you think, Reggie? Man, I think you're going down a slippery slope because you know, you know, that's sort of extreme bringing bringing color into it. Man, this guy was a leader of the world, and he makes some kind of decisions. Which impacts everybody, man. That's some dangerous stuff, man. You know. Well, anyways, you know that you know the timing of this whole thing. Still ain't answered my question. Is uh, it is really something because you know Trump's going to be leaving office, and you know, I as you know in our last podcast, he he, he isn't going to give Biden or any of the past presidents the time of day to even acknowledge their existence and go to the inauguration. Yo, man, you think anybody's going to miss him? Anybody going to care, man? They're just going to do what they got to do and that's it. He's, he's not going to do anything to smooth things over. But, I mean, both sides aren't going to meet each other halfway either. So I think that that's sort of sad because these, these are, you know, these are presidents of the United States who held the highest office and you would think that they'd, they would, uh, they would overcome their little bitter... Bitter disputes. Bitter, uh... Bitter attitudes, you know what I'm saying? Reggie, what's the word I'm looking for since you want to interrupt me all the time? They're trivial, trivial stuff, man. The trivial stuff that they should be rising above. Anyways, you know, I would expect more out of all the presidents, um, including Trump. But, I mean, you know, like I said, we all knew what we were... We all knew exactly what we were getting when we got Trump. He isn't the most approachable. And... But, you know, does he get the job done? I mean... You know, you, you can look at his record. I mean, we can say what he wants, but we'd like you guys to do your own fact-checking to see that stuff. You know, just don't take our word for it. You know what I'm saying? So, Hey, man, don't, don't be speaking for me. They can take my word. We want to take your word. That's your word. That, that's, that's the way this is going to stand. And if, 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 if anybody wants, wants to find out more about this stuff, I mean, you know, you, you can always go to, you know, the whitehouse.gov and see what's happening. What, what I'm glad, though, is, you know, and all this bitterness... Yeah, I, I was really hoping, and, and they didn't. They actually, actually did a good thing. If you go on whitehouse.gov, it, it does say what President Trump has done, and his picture is still up there, because I would hate for anybody to be, be scarred or marked away from history. I'm going to have to agree with you, man. That'd be like some 1984 Orwellian kind of gangster stuff. You know what I'm saying, man? Um, we remember, I, I, I think President Nixon, I don't know if he was impeached or if, or if he quit or resigned, but, um, you know, the, it's a very sad day when stuff like this goes on in America. You know, one of the greatest, greatest countries on the earth um, who stands for freedom, liberty, and justice for all. Um, let's just hope that everything works out 
And, uh, you know, everything works out positive in the end. I don't know how it's going to work out, but... Anyways, I'm going to hand this over to my brother because he's got something to say. What do you have to say, Reggie? You know what I'm going to say. It is time for our words of wisdom from my brother, Hakeem. So enjoy what he has to say. To hold the highest office in the United States is one of the most highest privilege and responsibilities one can have. To serve the country and its people is something that should be taken very seriously. We are in the midst of a war, not a war between nations, not a war between countries, but a war, no doubt, between political beliefs and a hatred that has been smoldering for years. President Trump is not your ordinary president. By far, we all knew this when he was coming in. We all knew what kind of person he was. We all had years and years to see him on talk shows and in his own shows and see what he's done in his life. He's not a slick, back, smooth-talking person who plays both sides of the fence like a true politician. He's a straightforward, Kamas, rude, disrespectful, but you know what you're getting, whether you love him or you hate him. What you see from Donald Trump is really what you get. Is he responsible for the Capitol riots that may result in him getting impeached? That is something Congress will have to decide. This isn't for the public opinion. We don't really know all the facts. All we see is what we see on the news. And can we really, really trust what we see in the news? I say yes and no, but that's not what this episode's about. We are talking about the impeachment of Donald Trump. But if people are going to do the crime and blame Trump and say that he's the devil, he made me do it. Is that morally right? Is it morally sane? I mean, when do people have the moral responsibility to take responsibilities for their own actions? We as humans are not animals. We are not animals. We do not crawl on the ground, slither through the trees, climb through the woods. We should not use someone as a scapegoat for our own bad behavior. On the other hand, people need to watch what they say because words have power. Words can move people incite people, help people or hurt people. Let's hope words have the power to bring peace to a nation, to our nation, the United States of America. Because right now we are torn and we are a divided United States of America. Thank you, Hakeem. That was really good. I like how you so divided States of America. That's sort of how I feel. Anyways, I'm giving it back to you for an outtake. Okay, so I want to thank everybody for joining us again here on Pop City Culture, where we come to you every week live on a podcast, of course. And as always, I want to tell you, be kind and affectionate to one another. Remember who you are. Peace. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. You say we ain't like animals, but apparently you ain't seen the videos of rioters from last year and this year. Oh man, we ain't animals, dude. I don't know what videos you were watching. 